Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Hi guys, welcome back. This episode with Robin is really hard to quantify with an exact title. It was really difficult for me to come up with the name of this episode because it was just such a broad conversation, but in a really, really good way. Like this was one of my favorite chats that I've had so far as part of the podcast because in a sense me and Robin were really on the same wavelength um she's very much about she's she's quite a deep person um which I love and obviously I've become a bit of a deep person myself um with this podcast but so we had a lot in common but we also had some healthy debate which I haven't really had that much yet on the podcast And I don't know whether that's because I'm building in confidence and becoming a better and braver um, interviewer or or just because these topics brought it out of us. So it was nice to see how we can look at things from different perspectives. And I felt like we we kind of tried to come to a point of discovery and discover what we think about certain things. So I won't try to introduce it too much and I'll just let you listen to it because, like I say, it it wouldn't do it justice to give it just a specific title. Obviously, I've had to do that for the description, but it's a broad chat and it's just kind of about all things growth, um, which, as you know, I'm really passionate about. So we do discuss speech and body language and we do talk a little bit, a little bit about networking, but I'll let you just get straight into it and see for yourselves. So I'm here with Robin. Robin, would you like to introduce yourself and just tell us a bit about yourself and your career history? <laughs> um, my name is Robin Stegman. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I uh, I am an actress. I graduated from Guildhall School of Music and Drama in 2008. So that means I've graduated 10 years ago um, this year. And I uh, have a production company. I set that up about three, four years ago. Um, I work as a presentation coach with mainly scientists, but anyone who wants help with uh, presenting or public speaking. And I um, act still in whatever I create myself or wherever I'm asked to act. And I work mainly in London, but I also travel um, as much as I can, preferably with either productions or um, because I grew up in the Netherlands, I still have a connection with the Netherlands, so I'm often there. So I know we spoke a little bit before we came onto the recording, but my first question is always, what is your career history? And you said, I don't really use the word career. And I've been intrigued ever since I've been waiting to ask you on here (laughs) so that we could get it on recording. So can you tell us a little bit about what you prefer to use or why you think it's not the best Mm. term? Um, Well, I wouldn't say it's not the best. It's just I, I personally don't use it. Because I think career, for me, it separates it from life, as in um, there's you have your life and then you have your career and you work on your career. But for me, or for 
for maybe others who who work in a uh, I want to say in the industry where you create but I wouldn't necessarily only say that that's art you can have any I think an entrepreneur also would understand or maybe recognize it's it's my life so whatever I do whatever I create where wherever I choose to work is it's all round so I would almost go as far I sometimes think or explain like I, I'm not sure if I have any hobbies because there isn't a massive difference between my work how I survive what I want to create and 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 how I relax there it's not a nine-to-five <clears throat> again there's not necessarily different oh because it's art that that's that's why I think anyone who sets up their own business like yourself or yeah. a freelancer or if you um, completely dive into to that world especially now with social media as well that the it's it all becomes one um which bizarrely makes me think of the Spice Girls song but that's just that's how, my, <laughs> that's just how my brain works <laughs> oh my See, uh, but that's, that's another <laughs> topic <laughs> sorry that's really random but I uh yeah that, so that's why I don't call it a career I it's my life and and I um it's probably more healthy to have a hobby and to have a separation. Uh, it's my choice as well to have that overlap. Um, my my mum is very supportive and very strict that she's, you know, she's very strict when she says you have to also sometimes relax and switch off, which I think, mm-hmm. again, freelance entrepreneurs, artists, uh, any any uh, anyone who creates kind of constantly is digging for stuff to to make and to um have it out there understands this or recognizes this a hobby would be very very healthy but it's not really part of my life yeah i actually have a lot of yeah i can relate to that a lot because well for one my mum is exactly the same Mm. she's always telling me that you need to relax Mm. you need to relax more and things like that but they're right there isn't really that distinction and it can be a bad thing in the sense that what our mums probably think of it as and actually, we did an episode about that called Creativity Versus Our Health and sort of discuss how we can get caught up in this creative whirlwind and then almost go without sleep and go without food and, you know, just put our bodies through it because we're so inspired. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also that middle point where what we do because we love it, because it is our hobby and our career, it's not necessarily that kind of crazy, you know, sleepless whirlwind it can just be what we enjoy doing so we do it every day and think you're right that if you have your own business or something that is just the way and obviously it can be I hear a lot that people say they stayed up all night and things like that but it can also be something like this where it's a Saturday and we're recording Mm -hmm. and that's technically work but it's something that I assume we both find interesting or we, we enjoy and I hate that question when someone asks you, what are your hobbies? Like mm. if when you used to date, go on a first date or something, because you feel really boring. Like I don't have any hobbies, but then we do so much. You do mm. so many different things that make up your career. And so do I. So you probably, sorry, I use, yeah. I use a career. <laughs> it's not uh, a bad word, but it's, it's, <laughs> your it's eyes make out like it's a curse word whenever I say it. I think it's the person who, who whose opinion I've sort of, um, inherited uh and I I stand by it I, it's not a bad word it's just it, it to me it relates to 
to people who make choices to do a job or to say yes to a thing. And by all means, I've been, I, I've done that as well. Where it's, and you hear in the back of your voice, actually, if I, I don't want to do this, it doesn't feel right, don't really like the job, don't really like the work, I might not even like the people, but I'm going to do it because it's good for my CV or it's good for my oh, career. Okay. Yeah. And I think good for you and good for me maybe in the past, but actually, if I'm honest with myself, no, it wasn't good for my career because it wasn't good for me, for my happiness. Yeah. And um, why do anything that is not right for your happiness? But it, it takes it takes guts in a way to, or it, it takes something not to go with um, what I think we're sort of programmed to like, you know, work, 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 do what's good for your career. Or what are you doing with your career? And obviously you might also have people who, who choose to go on a more straightforward path of a nine to five. And again, nothing wrong with that. And I, in a way, I wish I could do that. Um, and, and they have opportunities sort of, they, they understand what's ahead of them. Yeah. Um, Can be a much clearer path. Yeah. <laughs> what now that I say is like, oh man, that's, that would be so nice. <laughs> but it's, it's not me. And yeah. I, I don't think it's you either by the sounds of it. And that's okay. There's no wrong and mm -hmm. right. It's just understanding who you are. Yeah. So every time you, I feel like would I have to, when I get questions from maybe um, second cousins or people you meet at um, a barbecue or a dinner party or whatever, <laughs> uh, it, it's not about explaining. It's just about understanding solidly who 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 I am. Yeah. And that takes time, and you know, it, it's still a learning curve. But this is my choice, and. This is the way I live my life. Yeah. So there is no career. That career, there's a, there's, it's my life. It's interesting because with the word career, I always thought of it differently in terms of I've always thought that a job is something that you do for mm. money and that a career, I've never really looked at the definition, but I always thought, sort of thought people say, oh, no, it's not a job, it's a career. And I've, I always thought the distinction was something as in it's a, more than a job. Um, I don't know what the actual definition is, but I also do agree with the fact that the self and the career or the what we choose to do with our life are more connected. And you know how there's this idea of you should do this because it's good for your future and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But I do think that there's a lot more to it than how it can be taught or how it looks on paper. That mm -hmm. you must get this experience and that experience and do that internship where you, which you hate or anything like that. Because ultimately your future, your career depends on you, like you said, mm -hmm. yourself. And if you're happy in that job, you're going to gain from it. If you're not, you probably won't gain from it. I don't think so. And by all means, I do I, I do believe wholeheartedly in strategizing and understanding, hmm, do you know what? If I, if I just spend some time there, then I might get to know those people and I might, I might um, gain... A really good relationship with someone yeah but again that's that's a different um intention rather than yeah that's a really good my career um, which <laughs> i know it doesn't necessarily have to sound in that voice but it's detached yeah you've got to be committed and involved to get mm. something out of something oh i i do think people who do stuff or who think in a career are very much that it's just not me i yeah. don't it's again, it's my life. And for me, when I started thinking like that, everything, it puts in a different perspective because it comes with the responsibility of my life. 
So it's also, well, you know, what are you doing? And understand that certain things that I might not like, you know, mortgage or or that uh, thing of a pension. So, oh, <laughs> right. Uh, and it's my choice. And I stand by it for now. Yeah. Going back to what you said, <laughs> this is another thing I'm quite specific about for myself. The word should, if you start to kind of, for me, when I started to be aware of how many times I say should, I don't know who, who told me this, but they said should doesn't exist. You either do or you don't. Mm. You can, you can't, you will, you won't. Yeah. But should is 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 almost a little bit, yeah. So it's based on some, it's possible. something else. Is... It's, yeah, it's based on, oh, right, that almost for me, it's based on a pressure or based on a like, yeah, tomorrow. It's kind of that yeah. mentality, oh, I should do that. But actually, if I'm honest with myself, I won't, I don't want to, yeah. I can't. So I guess should I'm never not. comes from within then, really, because should is something that we feel we must do or have to do, which I guess comes from some sort of pressure from elsewhere. Yeah, but if you have to, that's, a, that's again, it's different. Because that's again, you you then take response. Like yeah, yes, I have okay. to. There's a so I will. Yeah. Whereas I should. Eh. It's already it's already Sorry. saying that you don't that you're not well, going to almost, isn't it? It's like so. So what are you going to do about it? You yeah. should. Oh, I should do that. Okay, so when? But again, this is and I I'm trying desperately not to sound because I know a my my tone of voice is is way more aggressive than I mean it. Although I definitely just, don't think it's aggressive. No, but I I'm I'm quite I can be quite fanatic in in certain things. But the reason for that is because it helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I often same with just when people say, "Oh, again for yourself, I'll just do this." You know, it's never just. It's always a hassle, and it's always more work than you think. Or when people tell you, "Oh, just do this," so like, no, yeah, um, it, it's not actually. It's 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 more work. So let's let's skip the word "just." Let's skip the word "should." Yeah. Let's um, replace career with life. See, <laughs> <laughs> and, so you, oh, and it's it's quite a confrontation confrontational because you again you suddenly oh right but but I uh, for me I like to uh, it it kind of declutters and makes stuff a little bit more clear yeah yeah they're almost fill-in words sometimes they're not really necessary um so I know you generally I feel I get the impression you haven't said this but I get the impression that you don't like to tell people to do something so I've been trying to get you to give some practical advice and you don't you're very much like well this is my way it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. you know it's not the same for everyone which is obviously 100% true but <laughs> is there any, because I, I do notice that you're very, you think a lot about speech before you, I think you think before you speak, maybe more than what a lot of people do. We, I know for myself, I tend to just speak and just say whatever comes to my head. Um, but the power of speech is obviously very important with, especially freelancers or for everyone in anything you do in business. I don't know if that's a word I can <laughs> in negotiations. I love the word business. Okay. Bring it okay, on. Okay, so I'll use business instead. And in getting what you want and in almost said another word I know you don't like networking. <laughs> in that kind of thing. Oh, speech. Yeah. Okay, let's say in life. Mm-hmm. Life in life, speech is very important. So are there any things like that that maybe tips you can give about being more aware of our speech or things that maybe we are saying common things that people say subconsciously 
like those fill-in words that maybe we can work on and we can avoid? Oh, um, again, um, I don't think it's my place to say that. Yeah. Um, coming from the experience I have with the company I work with, which is called Artesk, uh, which is Artists for Education, Science and uh, Communication. So it's a method set up by a, a, a wonderful person in the Netherlands, and it's a company that works all over Europe. I look after the UK branch, so to speak. And I've been working with them for the past seven years. Um, you, th- I'm just <laughs> thinking where to where to start. My again, my experience is I. There's no point in preaching because. Um, you know, that's kind of like, oh, good for you with your knowledge or with your opinion. Yeah. There is a point in when somebody is there and says, um, yeah, could you help me with this? Mm-hmm. And then we can see, okay, what do you need help with? And then I can, all I can offer is, well, this is my knowledge. This is my experience, what I've, how I've worked with other people before. Yeah. So let's see how this works in this um, collaboration, so to speak. And I have some, some tools that I've brought from myself, some tools I've, I've learned through the method. And and then there's the individual who is in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's one way. Sure. Overall, I think there's a benefit. One can benefit from an awareness, and the awareness, whether it's like yourself with, for example, personal training and how you train, or in this case, how you um, present yourself through speech or on stage, we call it. But it can be with stage. I also mean if you have a, a board meeting or whatever. Um, when you're the sole speaker and there's more than one person listening to you. Um, it's it's helpful to have somebody on the sideline who's seen that before, who kind of picks on on certain things that, yeah. you know, you that might be beneficial for your uh, improvement if you need help. Yeah. But I don't think it's my place ever to to look at people and say, all oh, right, this is what you need to do. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Really beneficial. Of course, if I, if I switch that on, yeah, sure. My, my, ego or my my experience can can pick that up um but but i'm more interested if somebody wants or needs help and then again from a very just honest perspective this is this is what i can offer and let's see if we can work together yeah but that's why i i can't really say oh this is the way to do it because i think it's a very it's an individual journey it's very personal it is very personal so but maybe to give you an answer anyway (laughs) (laughs) to give you something um you know, a lot of people can benefit from longer pauses or from uh, certain words that they might repeat constantly, like, like, or yeah. actually, or uh, basically, or, uh, um, or, and, or so. Yes, those words are, I, I don't think, necessary. If you want, if you have a limited time to make your point come across, mm-hmm. if you, uh, whatever you, how you say it. This is me being foreign, so <laughs> I, I still make many mistakes. Um, but then again, there's there's if an individual is so in tune with themselves or has so much experience, if it works for them, then it works. So again, you can't say, "Oh, you're not allowed to say this," yeah. or "You you you have to have a pause." There's some people who are mesmerizing on stage and they don't have any pauses, but they have other stuff that works for them. Yeah. So through the method and through my own opinion, I think everyone, it's about understanding what works for them and then exaggerating those things that they they 
um, that work for them. But it's it's not a set thing because then you just get people who try desperately uh, to be something that they're not. I think in it's, a box that's not. Exactly. Yeah. It's way more interesting to have somebody who's so fully them and yeah. understands how to bring the best of them out in those certain situations. Yeah. How you are one-on-one or how you are on stage is also very different. different. Again, that awareness can be gained through working with somebody who has experience. In this case, maybe possibly me if yeah. you are personally training maybe possibly you. I mean, it still has to be the right fit. So yeah. that's a very long answer. I'm very it. happy I managed to get some practical <laughs> practical tips out of you. We got there. I managed to draw it out. Um, but actually, I, I like that. I take a lot from that because I think what we can take is awareness. And you're right that everyone has their individual quirks and some of it is worth keeping because it's engaging mm-hmm. and it makes, makes you different and makes you who you are. And then some of it, maybe is something that could be removed and you can still have your individuality, but you can be clearer or you can Mm -hmm. communicate yourself better. And so that's, I guess, there's two options of getting someone in to help you with Mm -hmm. that. Because I think we can all benefit from a little bit of, um, you know, self-awareness and just like reflecting on all these things. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much you've done public speaking can always probably learn a little bit more or find a little bit more if you want and if you want to this is another thing you can okay. only help people who want to yes. be helped and if you want to be helped you can also I found this really useful for me just podcasting and then having to listen back when I'm you know posting it you you hear things that you don't hear when you're actually talking mm. so right now I'm probably saying things that I'm missing I'm not hearing the filling words and then when I listen back I hear them and the example of what you said about some things being part of how you speak and being good and some things maybe not. For me, I've noticed when I listen back, I say like so much, so many times. You could play a drinking game based on how many times I say like in an episode, um, but that would probably end in disaster. Um, but then on the other hand, I laugh a lot during mm. someone's answer or during my question. But then that's something I think that maybe is more personality thing that yeah, makes it engaging. You. so it's yeah. just I like to sit and listen to, to them back and dissect that from myself so it doesn't necessarily have to be something for somebody who's just starting out and thinking about oh how do I sound where it's a big deal and they have to go and get assessed but you can just listen to yourself back and that's, yeah, yeah yeah and you you have a you have a choice like oh this is what I like but I also think it's it's something that you um because too much awareness is not I think that's a phase when you, when I work with people, or when I work, or myself, when I work with somebody who, who helps me, uh, you, you, that moment when you become too aware of it is the annoying thing, and you go, oh no, I wish I, mm. I wish I didn't gain this awareness because now I hear everything constantly. But that's, it's the same with learning a language, is that like conscious yeah. uh, uh, phase, and then you can let it go again, and you learn. Oh, it's it's, it's a constant flow. Because um, I imagine that disrupts the flow when you're too aware, doesn't it? Because you're thinking too much, or you're you're almost nervous about what you're saying. Yeah, and, and then funny thing, then you're not really there in the moment either, because you're only thinking of what you do. So what you what you can do to avoid that, in my opinion or my experience, is to practice that, which is exactly the same as, for example, learning a language or learning an instrument or practicing a speech or how you want to be, come across practice out loud, speak out loud, which is so awkward. And I don't think anyone ever does. But the benefit from it, it's like, all right, I've said this sentence four times now. I remember at drama school, we had an exercise with a phenomenal teacher. 
And we had to, this is going to sound maybe a little bit bizarre and out of context, but we had to ask someone the simple question, um, do you want to come to my birthday party? And it, at drama school, this all makes sense. Right now, it sounds out of context. But at the same time, these questions are uh, difficult to ask because somebody can say no, yeah. and then you have a rejection. But just by practicing, uh, it's the same with I, I'd like a pay raise or um, <laughs> yeah. uh, would you like to go out with me or uh, can you please stop doing that or stop. You know, all those things are anything that you find difficult to actually say. Mm. I believe that uh, practicing with someone or on your own has, has a benefit. And, yeah. And, um, that's a good one for, I, I take that as something I can use for sales as mm. a PT, is that I'm really confident teaching someone, I'm really confident in giving my my knowledge or what I'm trained to do, but when it comes to telling them or signing the, the papers, getting them to agree to pay for that service, mm -hmm. it just feels unnatural and I don't like to say my prices and I don't, yeah. like, and so maybe I could just practice it and just start to, I never say them I write them down but mm -hmm. I never actually say them unless I'm in that situation that could be a choice as well but now we're going into but you know if that's your thing and I, I only think of um very interesting scenes in certain series or films when they just kind of slide this piece of paper across <laughs> like that's my prize I think there's much oh. I think from a business perspective I don't but that's there's other books for that I don't know if it's necessarily uh, a good thing to actually say the amount because yeah. uh, people well, have opinions on that but then again, you can you can wrap that up in in saying, do you know what? I'll I'll write that in an email, or you know, if you have a flyer, these are my prices. <laughs> or just slide a piece of paper across the table. For so me, it was actually that's probably better. I should maybe do that because that would be a good way of overcoming it. Or you can say, check out my website. Prices are there. Yeah. Or, but, but anyway, now I'm just minding your yeah, business. Yeah. But I again, there's there's many. There's no one way of how to communicate. It's just if you're going to c communicate, it works if you communicate with conviction and with, with a certain uh, just breathe, you know, because mm. people can smell or they can uh, sense. Yeah, yeah I was when literally going to say just that. I think when you are uncomfortable or nervous, mm. it's just for me, I notice my style of sales is not the hard sale. That's just not how I do things. But I have been in the in the situation before where people would say to me, oh, there's that client person that you helped the other day. Go and just get him to sign up now. And mm. that's not how I do it at all. I show them what I can do and I give them my details and let them come to me, which is probably a very soft way of doing it. But it's just the way that I have done things so far. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have to try this. Maybe I don't need to. Maybe I don't go and get it enough. And I was just very, I was so uncomfortable because I felt very... I felt like it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. I was being very forceful. And whereas I usually talk to people in a way that I try to make them comfortable, I was sort of doing the opposite. And it, I felt that he could 100% sense it. And it was just a disaster. <laughs> he definitely could sense it because I was nervous mm -hmm. and I was uncomfortable. And he reacted in a in a way that he, he would expect when somebody is sort of uncomfortable, just trying to get away from the situation as quick as possible. So I think there's definitely a practice yeah just and practice. the value in finding a style that is you yeah. as well not just trying and to um, I, I love books on selling I'm, a, I'm I'm not a good seller whatsoever well I don't know in certain situations maybe but 
again, it's it's difficult to have that intention of like now I have to sell because that's it's the same with we had a discussion about networking. Um, whereas like now I have to well, I don't even, I have to gain contacts and I have to gain wonderful connections within a in a scenario that is completely awkward because everyone's there for that reason no one's listening so you know you it's it's too stress it's the same with oh i now have to sell but if you then study the art of selling or the art of again communicating because that's all it is really hmm. not me saying I'm, I'm i'm a good um sales coach at all but i am interested and i i like all the books about it and yeah many probably many podcasts or whatever but are there any you can recommend i've been i really need to i want to learn more about that i recently, <laughs> not my strong point i recently got very much into um gary gary v i don't even know how yeah to, yeah, yeah he's very well known yeah and then there's the jab 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 right hook oh bernadette just got that she told me about it the, i wonder if i mention that to her maybe I, don't know. <laughs> I think she told me somebody recommended it says so maybe it was you yeah I think he's uh, he's such a different style from but I I just like him but I like any um uh kind of front-footed um inspirational people I just think yeah bring it on yeah and so we, we touched on networking there as well mm. um and you said something that I definitely think is true which is that when you go to these networking events, which are specifically for networking, it does just feel so unnatural because everyone's gone there with the intention of trying to sell themselves, trying to gain something, and everyone's kind of on their on eggshells a little bit, maybe. Yeah, very much. Um, so do you have any tips? I know you don't like giving tips, but here we no, are. No, that's not true. Are no, I'm not giving tips. <laughs> not that you don't like it, but you, you do think it's something more personal, not so general. But... As I with networking, I have a friend a long time ago. He already said, like, networking. It's isn't it just speaking passionately about something you love. So being speaking freely about something you love. Well, full stop, really. With with <laughs> with anyone. So yeah. if you take that away from a networking event and just look at the word networking, I believe that connections can be made anywhere. So in a way that puts more pressure on some, that could put more pressure on someone because, you know, if you have a chat in Tesco's with someone or if you have a chat on the tube with someone, you know, not that we do because London definitely <laughs> doesn't really allow <laughs> me to talk to never, never don't, don't. <laughs> But, I, you know, sometimes you can or, you know, if you are waiting for your coffee or, or the, 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 the person at prep, if you actually open up a no I'm taking it too far I realize but the I thing is so, actually yeah. the thing is anywhere you go wherever you work or wherever you you know in the changing room at the gym mm. or or if uh, uh I work at certain universities the person who's taking us to the room and if if there are those opportunities that you actually have a conversation not not even with the intention of of doing that but just being open to hey who are you or mm -hmm. what's going on here that is networking. If if the situation allows it, this is not me saying yeah. go around saying right. I'm so passionate about this. Listen, that's not what this is about. <laughs> this is more like you you understand when you actually when there is an opportunity and when you listen, which is I think also a thing that is missed or ignored at specifically networking events. 
then then that, that's what it is because they might have a cousin or they might have a neighbor or they might have a partner it's like actually they work there and there you should um you should you should speak to them do you have a website or whatever and <laughs> i remember the first time these these kind of questions were like i thought yes i i have a website or <laughs> yeah i even have a card or you know and all those things that you were programmed to do for these networking events. And you also know when you stand there and you have your business card in your bag or your pocket because you also have to be kind of smoothly with bringing them out because before you know it, they've gone. And that's also, it's just awkward. I find it really awkward because it's selling yourself. And me personally, I, I find that difficult. And I don't yeah. think I'm the only one. No. I but it's not difficult when you've had an actual chat with someone. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're like, yeah, of course I've got a business card. And you're like, well, this was easy. And you receive an email two days later and you have a, a, a nice email conversation and you don't feel pressure to write the right sentences or be in this like formal whatever. And you, ha you, you, you can refer back to a chat that you had or an interest. Yeah. So it's, it's almost, again, now that I go back on what I just said, it's not necessarily, it's, it's talking passionately about anything really. You know, if you, if you find someone, um, at uh, wherever you are at a party and you both like uh, oat milk, I'm just saying oat milk because <laughs> it's in front of me, or you you are both, you know, there's a connection in like, oh, yeah, God, there's a lot of uh, milk equivalents, or actually you're really fanatic <laughs> about normal milk you don't like oat you know, that can lead to something that you, you that might be beneficial. You just never know. So yeah. it's more about being interested in having a connection or communication rather than, Oh, I now have to sell, which I think is the main uh, intention at networking events. Now, there's a lot of people who already might think, yeah, but I, I, I don't, I'm not really open, or I'm not really sociable, or whatever. I think, again, that's again maybe then pressure on like you constantly have to be open or talk about stuff like oat milk. Mm -hmm. But isn't it? Surely there's there's enough if you don't pressure yourself on on having to be something or having to make that connection and just be and there might not be someone at any event that you really like talking to well then don't go ahead <laughs> yes yes it's the it's the law of two feet which is something else but it's okay you go home walk What's away the law of two feet? walk away ah okay if you if you don't like it somewhere walk away or find something that you might actually like i find this really you know Sometimes you think, actually, I'm not, I'm not having a good time here, but I, I should be here because, and there's that word again, like, yeah. yeah, but it doesn't exist. I don't want to be here, so I'm, I'm going to go to people I do want to hang out with, or I'm going to go home and rest, or I, um, or actually, I might find that person who's who's sitting there on their own, and they, they look much more chilled and much more kind of calm, and yeah. I might just sit there for a little bit and maybe, you know, just yeah. be awkward together. It's it's such a weird one because I'm a big believer in discomfort. I think that being uncomfortable causes so much personal growth and you gain, I personally have gained the most when I've been in a position that I don't, so if I make it really practical and I think about going to an event where I turn up by myself and then thinking, I don't want to go to this, I don't know anyone, I'm going to have to be really out of my comfort zone. But then usually I come back feeling like, oh, I really kind of, put myself out there and then I feel now much more confident to do it again or again people's skills if you can call it call them that but then equally I also agree that sometimes I, I do go to events and I think 
I've done a little bit of trying to introduce myself, but I'm just not feeling it. I'm not connecting with anyone. There's no point in me being here. So it's it's hard to know when which rule applies in a sense. True. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think they they both do sort of coexist. Yeah, I I, I agree. Which I'm not sure because I I just went on about all of that, but I think that's yeah ultimately it, you it's it's a connection with your gut feeling like mm. hey yeah I don't it's also realizing why do I not want to go is it because I am terrified or is it because I I I might not even like the company that has organized it or whatever yeah. situation if you're terrified go and be kind to yourself and maybe you know. If you only focus on maybe there's really nice nibbles, I'm a fond, <laughs> fond lover of, of nibbles, and that's your main intention. And then you you try three, you have a drink, and if you, if nothing works, but at least you were there with a different intention and not this yeah. like forced. I have to make a connection because no way it's going to happen, and yeah. that will then that will then uh, lead to you being even more harsh to yourself and saying, see, couldn't make a connection. I'm shit at this. Social skill. Uh, nothing to, I don't, I don't even believe in social. Well, of course you, you can have social skills or not, but uh, I don't know. The person who is, who is too great at social skills is also maybe. It's something that's hiding something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it should come a bit more naturally maybe. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I'm more intrigued. I'm always a bit envious of the person who's actually quiet. I think, oh, good for you. <laughs> Just very comfortable yourself. <laughs> well, that's what how they look. But then they say like, oh, yeah, I wish, because, yeah, I, I can talk a lot, but it's not necessarily, it's, uh, it hasn't always helped me, let's put it that way. But, yeah, you know, it, it's just. The, the alignment with yourself is ultimately the most important. If you talk a lot, if you don't talk, it's fine. At least let's stop with that pressure and, and actually listen. And yeah. I really hope that my belief is 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 all right for the sake of just myself, because you know, that's all we have at the end of the day. And uh so far I'm yeah, I'm alright with it. Yeah. I think we that's a good conclusion that we came to in terms of the two different rules or two different things approaches approaches yeah I rules. I know, i'm sure you don't like the word rules as well i can already tell as soon as the word comes out i, I can no, tell you're not gonna like it. but it's quite nice it's kind of like you know throwing things at you and just seeing the reaction um yeah that it's about self-awareness and thinking do i not want to go to this because i'm scared or is it because actually i don't it doesn't align with my values and that's a yeah. different I like the word alignment a lot. Yeah, I'm very envious of 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 people who are just it's that is that clarity you can suddenly gain. You're like, yeah, spot on. Whereas I've spent quite quite a few years going all over the shop thinking, oh, is it that? Should I should I should I should I? Nah, it's a journey to that place, isn't it? Yeah, learn 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 to feel that gut feeling, which is, I think, everything. and then getting used to that. So also practicing listening to your gut feeling. And yeah, absolutely. That awareness of what, why my feeling is. And could I change that feeling maybe? Yeah. Anyway, I'm just repeating what you just said. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's what we do. Isn't it? Yeah. To show we agree. Um, so with your acting background and everything that you've experienced at drama school and probably a lot since then as well. Is there anything 
that we can think about in terms of how we express ourselves physically. And this is me jumping around the word body language. So what what exactly is the question? <laughs> is there other things that we can think about or be aware of in the same way I asked you with the speech question of how we are moving or what signals we are sending out with our mm-hmm. bodies? I like that you say signals. I think we already spoke. I yeah. So I see through the the work that I do, it's about um, communication signals. So what what do you send out? And once you realize, once you gain more awareness of what you send out, you can then choose. Right? Do I agree with that signal or or that message or that uh, whatever it is or not? And then you have an option to change it. And you can change that through exercises and through practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to really, really, really emphasize the word practice because it thinking and understanding that something can, can be changed is miles away from actually doing it. And the doing, the, the, the change lies in the practice. Um, that's why talking about it is, is great, but ultimately... Also, it's the same with uh, uh, personal training. You can you can tell people, right, this is a good posture for this exercise mm. uh, because of this and this and this. And people go, oh, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, I'll take that better in mind. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Confucius that says, tell me and I'll forget. Show me and I'll understand. Let me experience it and I will make it my own. Yeah. So with everything, I... I don't mind talking about it, but I have to. If I'm, if somebody's asked me to help them, then my main intention is to make you experience it, because then you can make it your own. Definitely, uh, we learn by doing. Yeah, but yeah, in a nutshell, we learn by doing. Um, so, yeah, I think it's exploring what signals do you do you send. So again, that comes with having a somebody observe. I'm working with you, uh, whether it's a group, you can work in group and say, hmm, what, what does this, how does this come across? Mm. Or with somebody who, 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 who's seen a little bit or things they have experienced. Um, and it's also looking at others when you think, you know, that's uh, a, that person, the way they speak or the way they uh, hold themselves is interesting. And then see what, what exactly is it? Mm. So again, that's why I stare away from body language uh, because that's everything, but it's more like, hmm, uh, maybe if I have my shoulders there, it comes across this way. If I put my arms here, uh, it comes across this way. When they have their gesture like that, I like that. And it, it, So you start to kind of sharpen your eyes and see what it is that they do, and then you can make it your own or not. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you are used to doing something a certain way and suddenly somebody might recommend or you see somebody else doing something that you'd like to gain, um, trying a different way is going to feel awkward if not awful mm. because it's not what you're used to yeah the feeling of awkwardness is is not a bad thing that's just because it's different yeah however i think very often when we we're making that change we go nah, nah, nah. because it's awkward it doesn't feel right therefore it probably isn't good yeah but again it's the same with actually i'm afraid to go to this place but mm, i'm going to do it anyway because i will then you know i will have practiced something i've gained yeah. experience of going through that Fit. It's exactly the same with a physical change, whether it's personal training or whether it's how you present yourself on stage or in, in a one-on-one. Uh, 
It's a lot of words. Does it make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, I think it's with anything, uh, things take, it takes time for us to adjust, doesn't it, to anything and for anything to feel. It takes time and it takes patience with yourself. Yeah. So I always, if, if we're going to change something within us, it's it's going to be awkward and it's going to be awful and you're going to be, nah, not necessarily always, but <laughs> it might, but that's okay. So so calculate that time yeah. and that, that phase and then be kind to yourself, understand, oh, this is why I don't want to practice. This is why I don't want to think of that scenario. This yeah. is why I'm dreading the network event because I'm in quite a, I mean, a changing, in a, yeah, a transition. Yeah, transitioning period. Yeah. yeah, but that's part of it. That's good. They have to go through that. And that's where the excitement happens or the good things come out of it. Exactly. Um, because you're again uncomfortable. And where, where the, where it comes from, where, for example, if you work, or if you recognize maybe a, a postural thing, if we just say shoulders, if it's always shoulders maybe a little bit too high or you don't want to stand up straight because I often actually hear this because you feel like, oh, then you stand like, oh, I know it all. Whereas you, you don't. But actually, the signal you send when you stand up is like, well, I'm here, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> we like people to be there. Whereas maybe if you stand in a certain way, we can, we can, the signal you send is like you, you're afraid or yeah. you're uncomfortable. Again, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if it works against what the message you want to yeah. send across, then you, you, you know, you can choose to maybe work on it. Yeah. Again, I'm staring away from, I'm not saying everyone has to stand up straight. Oh. Because there's there's a lot of very you know again individual. This is again a choice uh, of of how whatever yeah. you want. You can pick and choose basically. It's about thinking about what we want to put out there in terms of. I think of it in the same way as social media posts. If mm-hmm. I put out a post, I think, okay, what am I trying to say with this post? And I think of myself the same way. If I go into a room or something, or I try to, what am I trying to say? What do I want to present? Yeah. Um, and I'm very, I've got very into it through personal training and really into bodies and seeing what people do and how they move. And um, it really fascinates me. And it's interesting. You said something about see what other people do and watch what they do. And it, I noticed that a lot first. So I was always noticing, oh, this person always does this little tick or personality mm-hmm. uh, quirk that comes out physically. Um, and then through recognising that, that's when you then start to become more aware of your own, I think. Yeah. And something that helped me with that, which probably a lot of people listening to this might be more familiar with than maybe going on a stage, is filming yourself with YouTube or social media or um, something like that. I remember doing it on a presentation skills course where we had to give a presentation, they filmed us, and then we had, we had to watch it back. And we got sent the links privately and Loads of my friends said they're not going to watch it because it's too uncomfortable. Mm. But I, I watched it. It was very uncomfortable mm. um, to, to watch myself and not cringe. But then now, I'm doing YouTube and things like that. Um, it's just second nature and you, you get more comfortable with it. And I think that's what I'm sort of saying is that watching yourself back or analysing or trying to do some sort of signal that you choose to, you want to adopt, will feel very uncomfortable. But then it become second nature eventually if, you, mm. if you're willing to persevere well that's 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 it isn't it um we we do the same we film in in the the, the method that we or the, the the course we give we film and then we send and and yeah if you go to a dentist and they 
you know, they take the pictures, they have to look at it in order to see what needs to be improved, right? So, yeah, yeah of course it's awkward and it's annoying. So what? You know, do it anyway. If you, if you want the improvement. Yeah. And, okay, with the dentist, it's them looking at your your um, teeth. So you can, you can, somebody else sorting out for you. But if you approach your your own improvement, just you know, observe it with with different eyes. Just just analyze it. Oh, what am I doing there? All oh, right, all right. Oh, that's awkward. Oh, I don't really like the way I look. And all these thoughts that come up. Fine, fine, fine. But that's emotion. Let's just get back to business. Yeah. And understand that that's that's how you how you improve. It's it's really wonderful to work with people. Again, the same probably with. Um, with personal training who just and it's like all oh, right okay so i have i have i can't do this yet but maybe i can in in you know in three months if i yeah. work on it or like oh i i feel really silly when i lift this or i can't jump on that big high thing yet and i look ridiculous but i'm going to do it anyway because i want to be able to yeah. do that that's any athlete or any anyone who's it's any again musician same with language, like, wow, that is really awkward how I'm mm. pronouncing this or how somebody doesn't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. No, and then the emotion is like, ah, it's okay. But the 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 matter of fact is, well, you, there's only one way to improve. Yeah. Keep, and keep I'm, I'm a big, probably I'm more, I'm further down the spectrum of really pushing that type of thing than maybe being a bit more individualistic about it and thinking different things for different people. But I really do believe that and I guess this is coming from the fitness side of things that doing those things is that it's such a there's such a positive feedback loop when I get a client to jump on this thing to lift up that way and they feel awkward and they they think they're not doing it right they think everyone's looking at them but they do it and then afterwards they visibly change in terms Mm. of posture you can see even if it's small you can see that sense of there's a little bit of empowerment, even if mm. it's just small, and then it's bigger and bigger. And I think that's something that most people do experience mm. when they do something that they don't like or they can do. But once it's done, you get those positive mm. um, signals, which mm-hmm. are going to make you more likely to do it again. I think my personal um, learning curve that I have to every day work on is for example, when you say, oh, then uh, I had friends who didn't want to look at the video. My uh, go-to kind of attitude is like, well, you know, how are you going to be helped? Or how are you, how are you helped? If you're not watching that video, well, yeah, yeah. but actually it's it's that empathy um, that, that, that maybe is my pitfall that I sometimes, it's not that I lack empathy. It's more like it's not, I, I think quite quickly and like, right, uh, you know, well, if you're not watching it, how are you going to improve? So... But there's ways to maybe work with someone and say, mm. well, maybe watch it without sound to start with, yeah. you know, and just just look at it. Maybe watch only the beginning and maybe watch the whole thing tomorrow. Or, um, well, anyway, many ways. I think that's that's a patience and a kindness towards yourself yeah. and towards others. Therefore, I'm very similar. So I associate with that a lot mm. in fitness. People say, you know, I say to someone, okay, then to start walking to work instead because if you need to get your steps up and I can't I don't want to I you know reasons excuses if you want to call them that and I'm very similar sometimes I can my go-to it's not that I don't empathize but my go-to is maybe a bit abrupt but it's Mm. because and I think you might be quite similar because we're solution orientated so Mm. trying to find the answer yeah and sometimes you can forget to 
try to see something from the other person's view. Yeah, because I also think that the the risk there is that we also treat ourselves with that attitude. So yeah. the moment you, the moment I hear myself making excuses, or actually maybe myself being a little bit, I don't know, vulnerable in a certain situation, if if I don't give myself space to actually feel that, then I think uh, uh, I'm not sure how productive that is. Yeah. So it's again, that's why I say it's how you treat yourself, and then you can you can you can be there for others if if they want. Always ask. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's my main lesson. Like it's oh, it's especially probably with you as well. It, if we have our life, not our career, our life, <laughs> and it's a constant kind of uh, pick yourself up, do it, well, work hard, and you have all these amazing people on now, especially social media, and you have podcasts with interesting people. How to uh, <laughs> these, uh, oh, get up early? Oh, uh, entrepreneurs, they get up at six. And you're like, oh, 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 I woke up at eight. Oh, I must have gone. <laughs> it's that's, uh, yeah, it's a very good point. Yeah, I, I, I need to, I need to work on just that kindness. To start with towards myself because yeah. uh, otherwise I project things to others that are actually not. Otherwise I project things towards myself that is not beneficial to me and therefore not to the world. Mm-hmm. Don't treat yourself kindly, then that's you know, that's that's the start of um starts with unproductive yeah. yeah. Unproductive behaviour. That's a nice tie-up point I think yeah a nice end, end point to, to leave it on but it's also that's why I don't like to it's it's well I say a lot but it's not about oh this is how one does it or should again it's like no I need to um take responsibility Every, I think one needs to take responsibility for themselves first and then yeah. potentially go out there and uh communicate just open conversation. That's yeah, all. yeah. I think sometimes that people think that that could be selfish if we put ourselves first, but actually, I think if we don't, we're not useful to anyone else if we haven't done the the work for us mm. first. I sorry, but and then we'll wrap. But recently, I heard um, you know if somebody doesn't want to do something or does do something because they don't want to hurt someone else's feelings, and that person said, "Yeah, but." If you're trying desperately not to hurt someone else's feelings, whose feelings are you hurting? So, all right, yeah, your own. We don't think about that. <laughs> no, we don't. And again, it can it can sound selfish, like, but but what what are you sending out if you are hurting yourself? Yeah, hurting yourself by yourself. So then it's a negative feedback loop, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, Nice. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you a couple of just quick wrap-up questions um, before we finish. So I won't ask you about your career, but I will ask you, and then we maybe we maybe kind of came to it organically there. I'm not sure, but it was going to be a lesson that you've learned in life. That maybe the most important thing you feel you've learned about yourself, or just and I don't know if that was maybe it. Sorry, what what do you mean? As in that, what I just said? Yeah, I don't know if that's if mm. that kind of came out naturally. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's it it changes every day. If you yeah. if you keep learning, I suppose. Uh, well, maybe that's it. Keep, yeah. Uh, keep learning. I like 
my my this month I'm very much into uh, alignment in in however you gain there uh, for me uh, this is I will say this because I think it's good to say it. I've I've I was late in life diagnosed with ADHD uh, which is another chat we we could have but not now um, but I do think it's important to put it out there because I think a lot of people think of it as something that um, very loud young boys have, but it's, <laughs> it's very much present in, in adults as well. Yeah. So for for me, that um, inner inner peace is uh, is challenging, as maybe for many people. And then there's ADHD that kind of stirs things up. But yeah, this this month I'm all for alignment. And uh, and in a piece. Very zen. How very zen of you. Oh, it's so zen. It's <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> and then the final question. Not difficult. Challenging. Sorry. I, I challenging. should. I should. Yeah. Challenging. Challenging is something that you bring forward. Difficult is a stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's challenging. Um. So another question. The last one. Very similar is what do you perceive to be the growth factor, and that growth factor is the branded term of the podcast for the thing, the trait, the mindset, the practice, whatever it might be that you think makes a difference between. Maybe I will rephrase what I usually put at the end for you, but maybe living the life you want to live. Curiosity. Curiosity. I haven't heard that one. In what sense? <laughs> Full stop. In, in every sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's how, because my one, my personal one, was willingness to learn. But well, I think you have yeah. to have curiosity mm-hmm. to learn. And when we learn, that's how we, we grow, isn't it? Nice. Okay, so thank you so much. That was a really good conversation. And as predicted, it did go down a few different routes, which I love. I always like conversations that aren't too structured. Um, do you want to maybe just tell people where they can find you and stay in touch maybe on uh yeah i'm uh, um my social media <laughs> is at robin linda which is r o b i n l i n d e that's my middle name and um my website is robinlindaproductions.com okay. and all the information is on there as well perfect so i'll put that in the show notes and then okay, nice. people can find you there awesome. okay thank you thank you